Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to today's session. It's a Saturday. Most of the time, the session is set up on Monday. So it's the very first time to have this session on Saturday. To explore the mind together among this very strange time of your life, Aaron's life. The epidemic is going on and on. But for us, for each of us, how can we go through this life? If not for the virus, that will be different mental challenges we can go through as well. It seems that the virus itself is a scapegoat for all kinds of miseries we are going through now. That's a perfect reason, right? A perfect excuse for us to blame the virus on this. But even without this virus, The life is still a battlefield in many subtle ways, isn't it? When we are living such a life so conditioned, that we can't really bear any slight disturbance. Let alone this huge disturbance, which seem to be made by the virus. To meditate, it's not just for the sitting meditation to calm down the nerves, but to meditate is to figure out the life, to, to understand, to feel, to find out how to live a life. Sitting there meditating without facing this life Facing the fact is another form of entertainment, like watching a movie. But you know that meditation is more than that. Meditation means we need to deeply reflect our own patterns. The patterns has been 
shown in all kinds of habits we have accumulated, we have formed through our life. Without realizing these patterns, our life is going on in a totally uncontrolled way. So to understand this chaos, this huge disturbance, we has to be we have to be very very honest with ourselves. You may have found that it's not easy at all to be honest, not only with others, but also with yourself, because we tend to cling to all kinds of propaganda. For a sense of security, or whatever, we we like to be told. We like to follow. But who will tell us? Whom we will follow? Have you really asked you this question? Why do we always want to follow some sort of authority or whatever to guide ourselves? This authority can be a book, can be some verse, can be a guru. It seems easy, right, to follow someone for a sense of security, and eventually, we all realize that we are cheated, not by those authority. We are cheated by ourselves because following an authority. Has nothing to do with the authority. Following an authority is a mental construct. We get stuck in. That's part partially the reason to say why we are so conditioned. When we are conditioned. We can't really put up with any disturbance. Let alone this COVID nineteen. To meditate. Which means that we need to have a very, very quiet mind. Also, very, very subtle mind, mind, to observe all of this. I guess you, you have also noticed that. 
the mind is not so easy to be quiet. The most time of life, the mind is, is very busy. Obviously, if you have observed it, you may have found that people just fear of being empty. Why fears keeping the mind empty? So the mind is always occupied with something. Maybe some beliefs, some faiths, some kind of conclusions, assumptions, for the sake of the balance of the emotion, or, or for whatever. If we always keep the mind occupied, the mind is busy, it's chattering, there's no chance for us to see the facts, see the truth. Because the truth can only be touched when the mind is purely empty, purely silent. The facts, the truth is very simple. But when the mind is complicated, it simply can't notice this simplicity at all. So, that's why we meditate. Not for some very extraordinary experience, but just quieting the mind and understand the truth. It's so simple, isn't it? But it's too simple to notice, isn't it? So before we continue the journey today, I'm inviting you to keep silent for three or four minutes, during which you can just focus on breath or just try your best. Keep the mind empty. Don't interact or don't identify with any thoughts. Just, just purely give yourself a break. Then let's come back to the session.
the virus. It's probably helping us to realize the lifestyle we have been living in the past century, in the past few hundred years. Why does the virus seem to be so unstoppable? The first bout never finished, then the second bout starts. For some people, this virus might not be an issue at all. He or she might be very young, very healthy. So simply regarding the virus as a flu or whatever. In my perception, this virus is not threatening at all. For some people, the fear towards the death can be mounting. Look at these two groups people. Why are they so adrift from each other? Have you ever noticed that? For most people, what's the meaning of life? Isn't it the pleasure? If not for the pleasure, for most people, the life could have been rather meaningless. Even among this period of time, if one is not taken over by the fear, The pleasure is still the top priority. The pleasure to make the mind, to make the self, to make the ego satisfied. Even a king of some country could fly to another country for holidays. Because the pleasure is the top priority of his life. 
for most people, it is right. I want to let the virus ruin my pleasure. So if I don't feel threatened by the virus, I need to still seek my pleasure. We need to understand. This is a life. Of egocentric. We are all engaged in these sort of self-centered activities. When the pleasure is. The most important of life. It fear has not taken over those people. That's what we are going through now, right? The government. Has to set up all kinds of rules. To guard people. Oh, maybe we can say. Maybe it's not very appropriate to say that, but maybe we try to use rules to trigger some sort of fear among these people, so they can take proper actions. Because for most people, they feel absolutely disconnected with anyone else. For most people, they are isolated by the self. So that's why the pleasure is the most important thing. When there's no connection, there's no care at all. This come back to the very fundamental question for each of us who is very serious in exploring the mind, in finding out the truth about the mind. That is, do we really understand our existence? Do we? Do we really exist or not? Of course, we all physically exist at this moment. 
But the question is, do we really exist mentally, psychologically? For most people, it is rather easy to mix the, exist the existence, mistake the physical existence for the psychological one. From, for them, they not only physically exist, but also mentally. which has led to all kinds of chaos on each corner of this world. Have you really seriously inquired into this question? Do we really mentally, psychologically exist or not? This mental existence is the linchpin, is the, the key elements to all kinds Massacre, killings, all kinds of violence on this planet. We are craving for mental existence in all kinds of ways. A name position, fame, prestige, money, the all kinds of the ego stuff. We don't want to be nothing. We fear of being nothing. In this psychological world, we all want to be something. We all cling to this ridiculous psychological existence. And that very craving for that creates all kinds of conflicts between different worlds, even different people. Nowadays in a society. It is really amazing that we have, we, have, we have lived this life like a battlefield. The aggression, the violence, Jealousy, hatred, 
bitterness never, never stops in the life. So probably when you really need to very seriously, very peacefully, very subtly to examine the whole existence of human beings. We so care about the existence psychologically, mentally, we began to ignore the physical existence. When the virus is threatening the physical existence, we simply ignore it because we still care about the mental existence, which is isolated by the self, by the ego. The very distorted perception Makes what makes one totally blind to the threatening of the virus to the physical existence of human beings. At least now, for me. I haven't seen any concerted efforts made by different countries to counteract it. The action they have done is only for the fear of their danger. But people are still disconnected. still seeking pleasure furiously amazingly So we have to keep asking ourselves the proper questions. The questions must be totally objective. The, self, the question has, must be totally unrelated with the self, the ego. The question must be totally unrelated to all kinds of self-centered activities, pleasure. We need to ask ourselves the proper question to keep oneself inquiring into this mysterious world, the inner world, 
without going astray. So, to meditate is to completely deny the mental existence. To completely deny the psychological existence. Because all kinds of evil things only come from the mental existence, doesn't it? Why is one person can be so evil? If the mind were empty, how can one be so evil? Being evil means there are so many subtle ill intentions. That's the movement of thoughts. That's the movement of the consciousness. If there is the movement of thoughts, the mind couldn't be empty. If the average mind is busy, the mind is full of all kinds of movement of thoughts and consciousness. There's no compassion at all. The compassion only comes when the mind is empty, when the mind is in a space without any direction. In that space, space implies there's no center. There's no center, which is called the self. When there's no center, there's no boundary. In that space, the mind can come upon the thing people are always seeking but never get it. That's compassion. That's love. It is very important for us to, to observe this, observe this carefully. Because we can't simply discuss it by languages. The verse are not described. Right? 
So one has to go beyond the verse to understand this. That's why one has to be purely independent in finding out by oneself. If you really observe this, you probably need that, you find that the whole the society is really in need of compassion. The human connection. In contract, the virus, this crisis, because this crisis has nothing to do with the virus at all. It's the humanity crisis, right? It's just the crisis about the, hu the humanity. When the mind is occupied, when the mind is full of thoughts, when the mind is always engaged in all kinds of self-centered activities for pleasure, and also for pain, which is of course unwanted, but you know, pain is always there with the, with the pleasure. Such a mind is, a, is very, very mechanic. Because those are all neuron paths. Neuron paths are all circles. Running around the circle is rather mechanic. Isn't it? When the mind is a mechanic, there's no humanity at all. Have you found a mind who is, which is mechanic, but is also full of compassion? Is that really possible? Have you noticed that how much dehumanization in this society? Everywhere on this planet, why does the dehumanization abound? Why does the AI, the artificial intelligence, flourish? Obviously. Isn't it because almost every of us, everyone, is leading a rather mechanical life? Such a life can be imitated. Such a life is devoid of love and compassion. Such a life is full of calculation, exploitation.
Back to the question. Back to the fundamental question. What is living? Living is a very holy thing, isn't it? Living is never mechanic. Living means we have to be present totally to embrace each moment with a very, very fresh eye. Which means further, the mind must be empty. We have to die to each moment, so we can we can be reborn on each moment. Look at at this world, the sorrow in this world. Created by the mischief, by the mind, which is stuck in the mechanical pattern, in the repetitive pattern. The life is always changing at each moment. The life is always new, but the mind is so mechanic, which means that the mind is always in the past. We have to question this. Ridiculous and problematic existence mentally, psychologically. And if we can see it really clearly, really clearly, one will definitely has no hesitance to completely deny it. Of course, denial has nothing to do with rejection. How to live on this world, this society? You have to play with it. But if you can really play with it, it must mean that you have completely. Deny it, which requires a great deal of meditation, a huge amount of clarity in denying it. So now, it's time for us to meditate, to quieten the mind. This exploration also activates a lot of neurons.
And now, let's let them rest and come back to present. After this, maybe 10 minute guided meditation. Now, let's take a 10 minute meditation. Start by taking a moment to find a comfortable position to sit in a posture that you feel relaxed and get alert. Let hands rest on your knees or laps. Let the eyes close gently. Soften your forehead. Act a soft smile in the corner of your lips. Breathe naturally. As you breathe in, be aware that you are breathing in. Feel the sensation of breathing in. The region can be the nostrils, can be the belly, can be anywhere. Focus on the part you feel most. As you breathe out, be aware that you are breathing out. Feel the sensation of breathing out. The region can be the nostrils, can be the belly, can be anywhere. Focus on the part you feel most. Fix your attention on the breath. Let go of any thought, words, images. This moment, nothing is more important than breath.
while you are listening to the bell. Check where your attention is. If it wasn't on the breath, after the bell, gently invite your attention back to the breath, and sustain your attention on the breath.
slowly bring your awareness back to this room. Feel into your body. Wiggle your fingers and toes. When you are ready, open your eyes. Hope everybody has come down a little bit of this 10-minute meditation practice. So you know, what is virus? Probably each one of us should reflect the lifestyle the current economical pattern. We are so heavily dependent on each other, but we are never really connected. How can we live a life? How, to, how, how the society can change? to a life that we are so not dependent on each other, but we are deeply connected. And that's all for today's session. And hopefully, everyone could stay safe, peace. When you feel connected, you won't feel isolated. When you are full of compassion, full of love, you won't feel lonely. Because your love, your compassion, is your best company of your life. And thank you again for everyone joining session via Zoom, via Facebook and YouTube. And all the best for you and uh, see you in the next session. <laughs>